Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. NBA fans, welcome back to another episode of Full Court Press. We're going to be talking some Game 7s from the first round, uh, a couple Game 1s from the second round, and uh, just our previews on where things go from here. I'm joined tonight by Joel Jimenez. What's up, Joel? What is good, Nick? Let's do this. Indeed, sir. Uh, So, yeah, let's just jump right in. Let's start with the Celtics. Uh, the the team that defies all injury uh, injuries mattering at all. Um, mm-hmm. They were able to overcome another injury this time to Jalen Brown uh, to secure a game seven win at home against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they move on to face Philly in the second round. Uh, but before we get into uh, what we expect out of that series, um, what were your thoughts on Boston just? bruised and battered, but still just being able to essentially just hold home court. Like they, they didn't lose a single game in Boston. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty impressive uh, in my book. What are your thoughts? Uh, it was, I mean, that was the word I was going to use. I was going to use the word impressive. Cause it's like all year is one of those teams like they get hurt and then you're like, Oh, well, that's, that's the end of that. They can't do this. They can't do that. But, Right. They always prove you wrong because someone is always next man up. Next man up is like the mentality in Boston. We've been saying it all year. Brad Stevens probably deserves to be coach of the year for that specific reason. Because it doesn't really matter who you put on his team. He'll figure it out and he'll pull something out of them to, to do something good. Um, uh, the Bucks have been disappointing. Uh, they, they, went, they managed to make it a seven-game series. I'm proud of them for that. Um, but at the very least, Boston still pulled out a win with another man down. Like you just said, Daniel Brown went down. I don't even, I don't even know when during the game, but I think he had to play like 16 minutes. So it's like they barely used him. And it's probably right. going to be out tonight, I guess, too. Um, it's just It sucks for them in that regard, but you say it sucks, but it somehow, somehow it still doesn't matter. Um, this Sixers matchup, though, might there might be more of an issue losing a, a guy or two, especially a guy like Jalen Brown as opposed to the Bucks, who have – or obviously missing a piece or two 
and a good coach. <laughs> um, no offense <laughs> to the interim coach, but um, this is something uh, no, working against No love him, for you know? Joe Pronti. <laughs> I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm just saying, you know. There's a reason why he's an interim coach and not a head coach. That's what you're saying. Exactly. 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 Yeah. He's yeah. done a fine job um, until here, until now, at least. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess uh, he did. I, I would say he did as well of a job as Jason Kidd. Like, so in that in that yeah, respect, unfortunately. Like, yeah, I mean that's that's what you that's what you ask for an interim head coach like just just keep us keep us afloat you know um, and he did Correct. do that um, I don't think anybody's going to be uh, blowing up his phone for their head coaching position it, with, even with like <laughs> ten teams uh, needing head coaches this off season um, I, I don't right. see that one coming. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I I would give props to him. I would I want to also give props to Chris Middleton because he tried to make that a game, man. He was five of nine from three. He had thirty two yeah. points, uh, three assists, he's two good. boards. Like, yeah, he was a throw he's in, really a he's throw really fucking good. Yeah, um, and and he he played like really really well and was by far their best player on the court in game seven, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I have to go back to this. I, I was really impressed with uh, what Jabari Parker did after we talked all mm-hmm. that shit about him a couple weeks ago um, or a, a week ago. Um, he did, but in this game, he played no defense. Uh, and, like, I know he's not known for his <laughs> defense. He only had nine points. He he wasn't fishing. Yeah. He was four for eight. But, he they could, like, he played 29 minutes and his plus minus. He was the bench, sadly. Yes, but what, that's if, new if, shit. What if you had if you had to guess his plus minus, Joel, for that game? What would you guess? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, M- minus twenty four. Like, oh my oh. god. Yeah, that's bad. Oh, that's uh, Delhi Delhi was, was Delhi was second with minus twenty one. Um, and he only oh. played eight minutes, so I guess that's actually more impressive <laughs> to to yeah, really. get outscored by twenty one into the eight minutes you're on the court. In eight, um, right, in eight minutes. They, <laughs> yeah, Jason Terry got a lot of minutes. Um, it was nice to see him out there and still playing. Like I think he might have a couple more years left in him. Um, I want honestly, I want to see all these guys go to like Jason Terry. And, well, at least uh, Terry has a ring from Dallas. Um, but like Vince Carter, um, like all these all these guys who got like one one maybe two seasons left who hadn't got a ring, like come on Steve Kerr, show him some love. Like I mean Vince Carter would be able to help your team. Joe Johnson would be able to help your team. Well, I'm glad the Rockets picked up Joe Johnson, so at least he has a shot. Um, Agreed. But uh, but yeah, I, I do. I, I've always liked Jason Terry. He was he was our best player in Atlanta for a long spell. Um, but yeah, ultimately, ultimately it just, it came down to home court advantage. And I think too, um, them getting Marcus smart back was huge for them in game five. And it basically proved to be huge for them in this one. Um, because obviously they lost, uh, um, I'm sorry, Brown. So like he played 32 minutes. Um, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't particularly efficient. Uh, he only shot two of seven. Uh, he only had five points, but that's not why you have him out there. He had six assists. He had three steals. He had a block, uh, like, and he had five personal fouls. So, you know, he was just like being a scrappy 
and like causing causing their offense to not get the shots that they want. Um, and you know, it, it ultimately it proved to be effective. Uh, and and one more shout out. Uh, obviously, uh, scary Terry. Uh, he's he's like mm-hmm. our favorite our favorite Celtic on the show now. Um, or at least mm-hmm. I think I, I think uh, I don't think he's. I think he, well, he's my favorite Celtic. I, I mean, I know that that Jawan like just is has a love affair for Kyrie Irving. Um, he does. He has a but, boner. Uh, is... I, yeah, <laughs> I think I think Luke's favorite might be Al Horford. Um, he never misses a chance to bring that. him up. <laughs> um, but Terry Rozier, ten, 10 of 16, 26 points. He caught fire, and I loved I loved the crowd being. Who is Bledsoe? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Did you see him uh, today? Uh, no, I didn't. He came to the arena with the Drew Bledsoe shirt on, uh, jersey. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I I kind of wonder too if that, it, like, I feel like that probably was just a slip of the tongue, like, whereas you know, probably. um, uh, yeah, I think so. Whereas Eric Bledsoe's. It was more blatantly obvious him trying to throw shade, um, and right. and you know for what it's worth, Bledsoe outplayed him in those games in Milwaukee. Um, but mm-hmm. like Terry Rozier was not going to be stopped in this game. He was five of eight from from deep. Like every time he caught the no. ball, like in that in that you know corner or at the top of the wing and was open, I was like, that's in, count it. Like and it it was yeah. it was yeah. it was it was scary impressive. From scary Terry Rozier, um, right? So yeah, he's, had he's to, underrated as shit, you know. Yes, yeah, and he's finally getting a shot to prove it. Um, like, I, honestly, I mean, he he still has a lot of room to improve uh, because he 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 lacks consistency. But I think that's mm-hmm. just a benefactor of you know him not getting you know huge minutes throughout most of the season. Like he's kind of like. Depending on how you see Marcus Smart, if you see him as a point guard or a shooting guard or whatever, but I mean he's like their third mm-hmm. option off the bench, really for for a point guard. Right. Um, and you know, with with the injury that happened and Marcus Smart already hurt, uh, you know, and the injury that happened to Kyrie really, really got you know some time to shine. I think he's a starting point guard. I mean, I could I could run off like five or six teams who he's better than their best point guard, you know what I mean? Right. No, I can't disagree with that considering um he's putting up the numbers, man. I mean he's been a he's been a sleeper for the last couple of years, but he's definitely a guy every time they brought up trades with the Celtics, I'm like, I'll I'll take Terry. Throw him in. I'll take him. I know a lot of people were like, oh well maybe you have to do that to get this guy or get that guy. He's, a, he's playing so well that you you gotta think twice. Because he's had a lot of pressure to put on him, you know, since Kyrie went down, mm-hmm. Marcus went down. So he, he just expanded his role and lived up to the hype. Uh, now he's a fan favorite, so it's going to be tough to to get him out of there. But uh, Boston doesn't want to lose a guy like that. You don't want to lose a, a guy like that. And um, you got to – not that he specifically, but now the Louisville guards, you got eyes on them. So you got, like, Terry yeah. Rozier and Donovan Mitchell coming out of Louisville. So, like, uh, next how year, cool would it be to see him on draft, the same team? <laughs> like, that would that'd be, be awesome. In, that'd be insane. Uh, that'd be kind of unfair, actually, just considering both of them are kind of freaky good. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it yeah, would it would just be it it would be um it, it would be awesome though to see like you you 
I'm not I'm not totally sold on Rogier yet being like a, a like a dominant point guard. I definitely wouldn't wouldn't mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near sold on him being elite, but even dominant. Um, but right. I am sold on him being a starter, and I do think given the minutes and playing next to a guy like Donovan Mitchell, that would be that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Boston does with him because he's got mm-hmm. one more year left on his deal. And they got a lot of money, um, you know, yep. already promised yes, to do. a lot of players. So it, I don't know, man. I think I think it depends on you know what they what they have to pay to keep Marcus Smart, and mm-hmm. if that if that you know dollar you know dollar amount is right, then I think they keep him and trade Terry because you could get good value for him. Like, exactly. I, I mean, I don't, that. yeah. Like, I mean, I think you, you get better value for him than Marcus smart because he's got starting potential and he scores the ball. Like that right, always right. gets more value, you know, like well, I, I, right, I love right. the way Marcus smart plays, but he's not a, he's not an offensive. It's not um, a score. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not a score. So like, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to to kind of see and gauge how that all plays out because like he he can help a lot of teams and a lot of teams um you know you know there's there's a lot of those those floundering teams that have you know an extra pick here or there um like Phoenix you know like uh I could totally see Phoenix like basically saying like we like just we'll give you uh you know the the Miami pick, which is like number 16, and we'll give you like a future number one pick, lottery protected, or um, maybe the the Milwaukee pick, or they have another Heat's pick in like 2021. Um, like I could definitely see something like that. Like if you if you can get two first rounders for Terry, I think you'd have to take it, even even despite how good he is, just because your payroll is so high, and you know that's. Two, two quality first-rounders, not like, you know, super late first-rounders either. So, uh, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do um, with with Terry Rozier, and it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, if he does get the opportunity to be a starter, like how that translates. It, like, I would, I would expect that he won't be one of those Boston guys who does well in Boston and then goes somewhere else and then doesn't really, you know, live up to it. Um, right. So... But uh, before we move on, uh, just your your thoughts on Sixers and Boston. Um, right, general thoughts, or if you have uh, if you have a prediction for um, who's going to win and how many games. I think I figure uh, Philly and six. I guess I think, or yeah, that's kind of where I'm yeah. leaning towards at the moment. Philly and six. I think they're just going to overpower them. Unfortunately for Boston. Uh, they've they've made it this far, man down, man down or two, <laughs> three, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Philly's just they're, they're just too deep right now, and they're on a yeah. roll. I mean, they've been off for a while now, but they're just between Ben Simmons and and and, and Joel Embiid and the shooters everywhere on the floor between JJ Redick, Covington, Arlie Sova, Matt Bellinelli <laughs> off the bench. Yeah. Like, they got players everywhere, so they they're they're set up to. To go deep in this playoff run, I mean, to, to go deep in this playoffs, and um, I just think they're just going to get overpowered at the end of the day. But Boston's going to give them a hell of a fight. That's why I got them going six. 
Yeah, I actually agree. That's exactly how I have it. I think Philly manages to get one game in Boston, um, mm-hmm. and I think it'll probably either be like I think it'll probably be it might be game one, um, but I can, I could definitely see like them hitting a stride. Like I could see them I could see them losing like even the first two games, and then you know just just rolling off a sweep once they go home and play two and then they go back to Boston, I could definitely see them, like, basically just pulling that one out and then going home up 3-2, you know, with, with a game six in their house. Um, I definitely think that is Philly's best scenario because you don't want to go to game seven in Boston. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think they'll get, they'll get one of those games, uh, one of those three games uh, against Boston on their home court. Because, um, like you said, they're just they're too good. Uh, all those shooters uh, and their defense is really good. And like, yeah. like Covington, man, so like that guy, that guy can guard any anybody. Like he's so good. He's <laughs> six foot nine. He's got a huge wingspan, mm-hmm. but he's also like quick. He's like super quick on his feet. So he yep. like there were a lot of stretches of of the Miami series where he was straight up guarding Goran Dragic for like the majority of the game. So right. like he can he can guard point guards and he's got the length to guard um like small ball centers anyway. Um and you know, it's not like it's not like Boston is gonna be throwing out any sort of elite huge center. Um I mean they're probably gonna play for sure. the majority of the minutes there. So like yeah, he's he's like what a find. Like everybody gives Sam Hinkie all the credit <laughs> for, you know, the like trust the process and Simmons and Embiid. Right. But, like, part of that whole process, before they even, like, got Simmons and before Embiid ever played a game, they just recognized yep. this, this like, really talented G League player, D League at the time. Yep. Uh, and were like, yeah, let's take a flyer on him. And they did it. They did it with several players from, from the D League. They and did. he was the one, he was the one that stuck. Too. Yeah, like, TJ McConnell, he's another one. Um Rashawn Holmes, he's another one, uh, but obviously yep. Covington is the guy. That was the guy that they were they really needed and that they were really looking for. Um, and he's just he's he just such a, a starter. Yes, because he I did. thought he was gonna, think, at the beginning of the year. I thought he was going to come off the bench, and he he, they, he played so well. He he stayed in the starting lineup, so got to give him yeah. credit for that. Well, it, and he's he's just so versatile. Like I feel like. Um, if they do get LeBron James, I feel like he'll still be a starter. Mm-hmm. They'll just start him at the shooting guard because I mean he's a right. he's a three and D guy. Like he can play shooting guard. Like he's not not maybe the most ideal, but then again, um, like like I said, he guards point guards already. So it's right. not you know it's, it's in positionless basketball. I don't I don't think he would have any problem uh, playing playing the shooting guard position. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I, so I'm right there with you. Philly and six, too much talent. Uh, just Boston's. It, it's it's awesome that they were able to get out of the first round, but they, they're just yep. not not going to be able to to do it on this one. Um, I will say this: I do think Boston might have. I do think Boston might have a chance to get game one though to like start it off, hmm. um, like and and get Philly down. Um, but uh, like I said, regardless. Philly will win at least one of those games in Boston and close it out in six, if not sooner. I could honestly see them closing it out in in yep. five or I, I 
hesitate to say they could sweep them, but I mean they have the talent. Like they're they're young, yeah. but they have the talent to do it. So um, they do. But you you just have to think Brad Stevens is probably good enough to get you two games, right. uh, especially like when you know you got to give them one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but let's move on. We got uh, the Pacers and the Cavs game seven. Uh, that was a fun fucking game. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like so into it. Um, I was like analyzing all of the coaching that was going on. Um, I got, I got a lot to say about this one. Um, so, so let me just, yeah. let me just vent no, and on. rant for a little bit. Um, yeah, do it. So, several things about this game. Number one, uh, Ty Lue, like, he made such a great coaching decision to put in Tristan Thompson. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not see that oh. coming. Uh, obviously, Indy didn't see that coming, and they never Tristan adjusted didn't to see it. it coming. <laughs> yeah, right? It was really intriguing because for, like, long, long periods of that game, you had – the five players that they have left that they have had, you know, on this team for, you know, pretty much forever. Um, like mm-hmm. you, you had, you had LeBron, you had Jr., you had Corver, uh, you had um, Love, and then you had Tristan. And it, it was really interesting to see them kind of run that lineup and just give, put the ball in LeBron's hands and just let him be point yeah. guard. Um, he ran point guard. Super yeah, exactly. yeah. And like, and man, like Indy's like inability to switch defense, and like, and the fact that they just refused to double team LeBron until the second half, uh, mm-hmm. that cost them big time. Uh, and like, there's, there's, you cannot have Demontis Sabonis trying to guard LeBron James out on the wing. Um, it's just, like it, it's gonna end badly for you. <laughs> uh, and then, and then counter, like to counter that. Um, when they kind of maybe started figuring it out, you know, when they put Lance Stevenson in there, LeBron was like, all right, now I'm going to post this guy. You know, I just, I'm just going to go down to the post. I'm going to back him down because he's not, he's not strong enough to stop me. That's the situation where you want DeMontis Sabonis uh, guarding him. Um, mm-hmm. I think Sabonis was so severely underused in this game. I didn't think Miles Turner should have played very many minutes. Uh, he... Could not rebound at all uh, against Tristan Thompson, and Sabonis is just bigger and stronger. Um, so, like, basically, you know, what I'm getting at is Ty Lue outcoached, outcoached uh, Nate McMillan, uh, just plain mm-hmm. and simple. Play, like he did, and like everybody's like, "Oh, Ty Lue, he's he's not a he's not a good coach. Like he's not even a real coach. LeBron's the coach." Um, but like I gotta, I gotta give him his props because he totally outcoached Nate McMillan, who just never made the right adjustments. And then, uh, you know, to follow up with the Sabonis thing, when they go into the second half, they again did not play Sabonis, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, why would you not make that adjustment? I just don't understand it. It, it, it baffled me um, that they they ended up basically splitting minutes between the two of them." Uh, and, and honestly, the only reason that Sabonis came in later was because Turner fouled out. So, right. like, I don't even know that they would have played in that many minutes. And for, like, two different games in the series, Sabonis has been your best player. Uh, so, yeah, that was just baffling to me. Um, but props to LeBron. Uh, he 
I think made his first like seven shots or nine shots or something like that. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seriously, uh, it, it gave me like flashbacks of the game seven, uh, against Detroit when he just took over that fourth quarter. Um, cause it was, it was like, it, it was just so damn impressive. Uh, he actually, like after going 15 of 15 from the free throw line in game five, he only went 11 of 15. Um, but it, obviously it proved that they didn't need it. Um, and just one more thing before I pass it to you. A lot of people, cool. a lot of people have been saying, like, blaming the refs. Blame the refs. LeBron gets all the calls. Indy doesn't get jack shit. Like, okay, first of all, yeah, LeBron gets more calls. Like, he's, it's, it's always worked that way. If you, don't, if you think, like, Jordan didn't push off on Byron Russell, like, you're, you're a blind Bulls fan. Like, he totally pushed off, but no ref is going to make that call. Like, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to make that call against Michael Jordan. So LeBron gets that same kind of respect. You know, he gets the benefit of the doubt. Now, there were two calls in particular where LeBron on one and J.R. Smith on the other flopped. Um, the LeBron one, Bogdanovich gave him a little bump, and he just, like, dove on the court. And I was like, damn it, LeBron, like, you fucking flopped again, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, J.R. Smith, <laughs> yeah, J.R. Smith uh, was just being boxed out completely by Miles Turner and just kind of flailed backwards, and they called it. So, like, those upset me. Um, I, I thought those were, were bad calls. But then, you know, at the end of the game, they <clears throat> had an obvious um, uh, obvious play where Victor Oladipo, like, drained a bucket, but he didn't get the shot off. He didn't get the shot off before the 24-second the clock ran out, and they didn't call that. So, like, I, I think – Yes, LeBron got more calls, but a superstar is going to get more calls. Whoever's whoever's a home team in Game Seven is usually going to get like the calls are going to tend to lean their way. It wasn't egregious. Like stop stop it with the refs thing. Like it's it's just so annoying. Like like I was rooting hard for Indiana too. Like but you 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 can't always just say oh the fucking refs like. It's it's a shame yeah. the Pacers had to play had to play LeBron and the refs. Like, God, drives me crazy. Yeah, but anyway, they got seven games in, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly. Um, oh, just the... one more thing. One more thing before uh-huh. I pass it to you. Um, you got outscored when LeBron was on the bench by six points, Indiana. You lost the game by four. I don't want to hear any mm-hmm. shit about the fucking refs. Like, you can't That's get right. outscored by six points when LeBron is on the bench. So, like, to me, that's, like, the most important one. Uh, but anyway, your thoughts on, on this uh, this Game 7, uh, just in general. Right. Um, so this was a shock – not a shocking – because the last game was an ass-whooping, right? So it was, like, yeah, what happened there? And then it jumped into, like, oh, can they survive? That's all it was, can they survive? And you knew LeBron was going to come to play because it was an elimination game. He wasn't going to just yep. sit down and, like, let it happen. So nope. he did. He came to pay, he put up 45, 8, and 7 or whatever the fuck it was. And it's like, I got to give, like you said, Tyloo credit for like switching it up and putting interest in Thompson. Because we've been talking, I mean, at least I was. I was like, where the fuck is he at? Where is he at? This guy was right. a key part of this team for years, for the last couple of years. And all of a sudden, I, the whole thing it, it, with the Kardashians and like the curse, and that's it. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't play anymore. 
He lost his powers. They're like, what happened to Tristan Thompson? He was that gritty yep. rebounding center for them. He even though he was undersized. But, and he's like been exactly. hurt all year. It's weird. Exactly. He's just, he just couldn't get over the, whatever hump he was under. And, and Ty Lue just, I guess, got, got fed up and just stopped playing him. And he's like, you know what? We need to switch it up. And look, it worked because Indiana had no no answer for it because they were completely shocked by the idea of him playing. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah. And the fact that Tristan Thompson not just came back, played, he put up 15 and 10. And he yeah. gave you a, a – he was a he was a force in the middle. They had no answer for Tristan Thompson because they just couldn't out – they couldn't – they weren't strong enough because they're bigger than him because Tristan's not super big or anything. But – they're just not right. as physical. Like Miles Turner and and Sabonis are just not as physical as Tristan Thompson. And Kevin Love was in his more natural position outside, playing a, the stretch four. Mm-hmm. Corver was cold. You know, if Corver was on, this probably would have been a, a complete ass of him. But Corver was cold. Jared Smith played well. George Hill played better off the bench. Maybe that's where he belongs to be. Because George Hill's going to play like yeah. that. Might as well bring him off the bench, you know, because he's not yeah. doing shit as a starter. Well, and, and you got to. And to your point there, he was he was quintessential in keeping them alive when LeBron was on the bench. Like, his little pick, exactly. and, pick and pop game with Kevin Love was like, I was like, damn, like, Indy can't stop yeah. this because Kevin Love is making shots. And it, <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah, I totally, because, and George Hill got like 11 points and most of them from the free throw line. So they were like hacking them or whatever the fuck was going on. Cause he, right. he only made like one shot. It was like one for three or whatever the fuck it was. So, um, but like you got to put out a P, like APB for like guys like Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson. Like what? Like wh- what right. happened? <laughs> like where were they? Yes. Through this this game, um, they they brought them in to do something. You know they can score. I mean there was a t- I remember at one point this year I was like Rodney Hood might be six man of the year like like on the list and like I don't know what happened to Rodney Hood. Jordan Clarkson too was a, a six man candidate at one point. So it's like yeah. You know they can score, so I don't even know what that what's wrong with like uh, maybe the chemistry or I don't know. That's why the Cleveland Cavaliers are a scary team because these guys, if they eventually figure it out, can put up buckets. You know, Larry Nance yeah. is another fun guy to have around. So that's Cleveland side on the Indiana side. Obviously, Victor came to play. He didn't. He didn't yeah. just fall asleep at the wheel. No. Um, Daddy's Long did his thing. Bogdanovich was completely cold. And this man has been yeah. responsible for keeping Indiana alive for, for a lot of the, the series. But he went yeah. what, one for nine for from the field. That You can't do that if you plan on taking out Cleveland when you'll lose a four. Um, the bench didn't really bring it. And there were bad like, shots, too. Like, they were, he, wasn't missing, um, he wasn't missing good shots. They were like – it was, you know, like him pump faking and, and just trying to shoot a contested three. Like I saw him brick like three or four of those. And I was just like, man, this is just a bad shot. Yeah, and it, I mean the, the free throw line too, because if you look at the free throw disparity, like 31 free throws uh, made for Cleveland compared to like 19 made for Indiana, and that look yeah. it, it came down to four points. You got to make your fucking free throws. I'm just gonna tell you right yep. there. And there wasn't a terrible percentage, but they didn't. Someone's not. Some I look. Cleveland gonna get the calls at home. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta you gotta beat them in other places and and they just they got out LeBron's <laughs> they had that's the difference yeah. between who had LeBron and who didn't that's what it is sadly yep. for Indiana. Yep, and it was pretty much of the reason why I, I even despite like me like 
loving Indiana and like thinking, you know, maybe they had a chance. That's why I still felt like in my gut. It, yeah, they did, but it's it's why I still felt in my gut like I was like LeBron's not going to lose this series. This is just not going to do it. Like, um, and that and that's what it came down to because like like you said, I mean, it was it was it was LeBron's series. He he like never had a game. Um, uh, what was the stat? He's he's never won a playoff series in which no other player in that whole series scored twenty points. This is the first time that's right. ever happened. Nobody yep. scored 20 points in a single game, and LeBron James still managed to win a, a seven-game series. And you know why? Because he was putting up gaudy 45-point games uh, on, yep. on the regular. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the thing, man. Like, I was rooting for Indy. I've been on that bandwagon all year. I, you know, I got I got a lot of respect mm-hmm. for him. Um, and yep. they, they overperformed even, you know, what I, what I thought they were capable of. Uh, but – you just you can't bet against LeBron. Um, so with that being said, are you going to bet against LeBron uh, against the Raptors, Joel? I think I am because oh, they struggled there's... against Indiana, and Toronto is not Indiana. They got a deeper bench, and you can't get away with that bullshit with the bench mob. So I, I'll tell you right now, I don't think it's going to be an, an easy series uh, for in Toronto by any stretch. I think yeah. this is their year to, to to possibly make that leap. Because I just didn't like a lot of what I saw from Cleveland in this series, even though they managed to get past. And it is LeBron, so never say never. As long as you have LeBron, you have a chance to win a series. Very <laughs> so true. Never say never. And yep. as we know, LeBron has been Toronto's kryptonite. So it's very, very possible that this is uh, not going to work out in Toronto's favor. But I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I want to say it's hopefully this year they can get past the LeBron hump. But we'll you can take seven. I think I, I think it might, unfortunately, for Toronto. If it, <laughs> if it's not seven, it's because Toronto did their job because that they should win. Yeah. They're a better team. Yeah, I mean they are the better team, but Indy was the better team, and it's like it's yeah. the same. It's, Arguably, it, it's just yeah. the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't even feel like it's arguable. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I, I mean, I feel like they definitely were the better team in that series. Like you said, it's just. One team had LeBron and the other one didn't. Um, right. But well, well, you have two I, stars in, in, in Toronto compared to in Indiana, where it really was just Oladipo showing that's his role players. It was it was Oladipo and whoever, mm-hmm. whichever player they could get to show up exactly. any particular night. Yeah. You know, because like, like you would have one night where Bogdanovich blah, played, blah, blah. yeah, or or Savonis played really well. Um, exactly. But yeah, like you, you weren't getting consistency out of them. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and Kevin Love just kind of fucking disappeared throughout most of the series. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Yep, yep. I, uh, yep. I wonder, I, I, I have, like, two questions. Do you, like, do you okay. think they, they, like, keep Tristan Thompson? Or do you think this is just, like, Ty Lue trying to, trying to match up, trying to match up problem? Um, like, would you keep him in the, in the starting lineup? Because I think I would. I think I would keep him in the starting lineup against Valanciunas, who's not really a, a floor spacer. Like he he can make a three on occasion, but you're not really asking you're not really asking Tristan to and Tristan's gonna tear his ass up on the rebounds at least hypothetically speaking. Right. I would I would right. expect him to. So do you do you think I, the same uh, thing? Do you think he's he's now a starter I, again? 
I think he has to. I think he earned it. I think he deserves yeah. it. I think uh, that lineup worked out so well that you have to say we have to give it another try because I swear to God, anybody in Cleveland is hot. <laughs> like Clarkson, Hood, Corver, they have a chance to win any of these games. It's just a matter of this. Something's not. Maybe it's chemistry. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just they have the talent. They really do. I know they're not as mm-hmm. as good as we thought they were going to be as soon as that, like right after the trade or whatever. Cleveland yeah. can get through it. You know, they have the guys to do it. Um, I just think right now, because Toronto chemistry is not an issue. We know right. the bench from I was good. We know the starters have played together for a while. They can play small. Mm-hmm. They can play big. It's just a matter of can they not – focus on isoling during late games, like during close games. Because if it comes down yeah. to LeBron and it come, or it comes down to DeRozan and Lowry, it's gonna, LeBron's going to win that. You can't do it. It can't come down to that. You have to beat them early. you got to take them out early. Yeah. Yeah, the only ISO player in the league that's that's potentially better than LeBron is James Harden. Um, he's had a better season, and I still don't even know if I'm ready to give him that moniker, like best ISO player. Like, I think I am, but there's still a part of me that's like, well, I don't know, man. LeBron pretty much, like, he he runs ISO. Like, yeah, I mean, that that game, he was – the whole series, but particularly game seven, he was just like, just dribble, 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 and I was like, he's going to shoot a three. Shoot! And 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 I was like, yeah, and I was like, that three's going to go in. Push. Like, yeah. it was, but it was like I mean, clockwork that, so many times. LeBron is so good. The, look, that guest series should not have been seven games against Indiana. No, shouldn't have. But that's, but that's why I believe But the rest Toronto of his team played so bad. Like, that's the I thing. know. Like, <laughs> but they have been all year. They've shitty. Yeah. Some games are good, some games are not. They're not consistent. <laughs> They're not consistent. Yeah. So that's why I think this is the – if Toronto's going to beat Cleveland, this is the year to do it because they're not going to do it again after. This is their window. They missed this yeah. window. They're kind of fucked unless LeBron leaves the East, of course. <laughs> yeah, but even still, like, um, I mean, you got Boston getting healthy and yep. you got Boston Philly, Philly. On, Philly the window, on the come man. up. Like, this is your season. This is your season to make, make it to the finals. This is probably exactly. your only only shot. Um, I agree with you. And I agree with you. I, 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 it, well, I'll say this: it's their only shot, unless you know they made like some kind of trade. Um, by the yeah, way, yeah, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought about um, in my uh, ever, you know, wondering who's going where in the off season. Um, <laughs> I, I worked out yeah. a trade to to send LeBron uh-huh. to Toronto. <laughs> I know. Oh, I mean, I know, we know it's not going to happen. <laughs> But still, no, no, no. Listen, like, like if you had, if you had uh, Lowry, DeRozan, C.J. Miles, LeBron, and um, you had Serge Ibaka playing the five, like everybody can shoot. Um, DeMar DeRozan's probably your worst three-point shooter, and like he got a lot better this season. Um, and you know those guys play well enough off ball. I mean, I I don't know. I think it it. it uh, on paper, it, it makes work. a lot of sense to me. Um, I, I don't think Canada. there's any chance. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any chance. Hey, but, like, you never know, man. Like, I, I bet they got better schools in Canada. Although, I'm sure his kids are yeah. in private school. So, um, I, I, I don't think that's an issue with LeBron. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I uh, 
I, I ultimately I agree with you. I think you you do have to start Tristan. My other question, and and you may have already answered this. Do you who like what do you, do you think they should play LeBron at the point and go with this lineup that they went with, uh, or do you think you know after George Hill had had kind of a, a promising game, if if his back spasms don't kind of rear their head do you think you plug him in as your de facto point guard um to essentially for defensive purposes more than anything um because if if you go with LeBron at the point that probably means you got Kyle Korver trying to guard either Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan and that kind of scares me a little bit that's the yeah I guess that that would be the case it depends because who who starts or is it Ananobi does he start? Yeah. OG on yeah, Then you can have so maybe LeBron, you could put you can have LeBron and that's what I mean. You can have LeBron and JR guard the guards and have uh have Colbert guard on OB. But if in worst case. But um yeah, I think they should. I should I say go go for it. It's working out. Play LeBron at point, play Tristan at center and have your shooters out there. You have JR, you have Corver, and you have Kevin Love. Those are really good shooters at the end of the day. Yeah. As long as, you know, JR is not having a cold streak night. Those guys right. are deadly. You don't want the, you don't want them out there by and, and of course you have LeBron and you have now a gritty rebounding presence in the paint, you know. Whereas yeah. you kinda Kevin Love's not exactly that present. He's good, but he's not he's not that he's not he's not I don't want to say he's not tough, but he's just not that guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not he's not getting like he's not coming up and getting that like block that Tristan Thompson had either. Do you, I, right. I can't remember right. when it was, but you know what I'm talking about, where he just came out of nowhere block, and yeah. blocked, blocked dude's shot and was just, he knew it before yeah. he even jumped. He was like that look yep. on his face and like he swatted it. It was just like, bro. Oh. Yep. It was, uh, it was, was Collison's shot. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're I right. It was, was Collison. It was. It, well, it was either Collison or Joseph. It was one of the, the one two of the point guards. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. I think it was Collison. And, yeah, dude, it was it, – yeah, no, it was Collison because I remember being like, man, that was such a lazy drive, Collison. Like, because he shook, he shook his man and then just kind of lollygagged to the bucket and just kind of threw it up there. And Tristan was like, uh-uh, not today, motherfucker. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I – I, Kind of go back and forth. I think maybe you should play LeBron at the point. I I might, mm-hmm. you know, I might go with George Hill. Uh, but whatever they do, they like it's this whole tinkering with lineups thing. They need to settle into a lineup, and 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 they got to find one that works. So, you know, like if if you feel like I feel like you got to go one way or the other here. Like I mean, obviously there's minor tweaks, there's minor adjustments. Um, but they've had just had way too many different lineups, and playing LeBron at the point kind of seems like it works. Uh, I agree. Least, you know, at least offensively. So, um, yeah, I, I think that might be might be the way to go. And like you said, if you can, if you can hide Corver on Ananobi, um, or really even CJ Miles for that matter, even if they try to plug and play him, um, right? You know, or or if they go with one of their three guard lineups. Um, with Van Vliet, uh, Van I feel Vliet. like you could even you could play Corver on him. That would be kind of the scariest matchup. But I just don't want Corver having a guard sure. 
uh, Demar, um, or even Kyle Lowry. Demar or Kyle, right? Yeah, you don't want yeah. him. Don't want either yeah. the guard. Don't let him say it. Don't. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. All right. Well, all that being all that being said, I'm taking I'm taking LeBron in six because uh, same thing same thing with the Pacers, man. Like Pacers have never been able to beat LeBron. Raptors never been able to beat LeBron. Like I ain't going against history. I uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it. I think I think they win it in six. They win it uh, in game six at home, and um, that's that's a wrap. That's all she wrote. And you know LeBron's gonna be back in the Eastern Conference Finals and say, "Oh, y'all motherfuckers doubted me." Um, and you know if that happens, like who knows? Uh, if it's if it's Philly, um, that that would be a really interesting series, um, because. I mean, I, I think Philly definitely has the talent on paper, but you, you just never know with a young team, like, what you're going to get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a – I think it's going to be a really fun series uh, to, to see, you know, how, how how excited and empowered the Raptors feel knowing this is the best team they've ever had and this is LeBron's, like, worst team probably. It's probably the worst right. team he's – it, at least since he was an established star, like I, I like, I I'm sure like the, the, the first season in Cleveland was we, he was a terrible team. I'm sure, but least ex- weirdly enough, they're probably the least experienced in the playoff team that he's yes. ever had. You know, yeah. aside from maybe some of the starters, but that's what it is. I think what it comes down to. Yeah, the the starters and like George Hill and Corver, like, but yeah, like I mean, you know. Hood Hood's got a little bit of playoff experience, um, a little bit, but but not a lot. Clarkson has none. Nance has none. Um, right. Yeah. Jeff I Green. mean, uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, he played for OKC, so I'm sure. But like, oh, he was true. never, he was never like really a part of of. He never really was asked to do much. The playoff the way, one. They already traded him. Yeah. By yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I can't remember. Um, I but yeah, they, yeah, it has been a while. Um, but yeah, maybe, um, or I, I think I, I definitely want to see him play less minutes. Um, cause he's just, he's like, I get that JR can be inconsistent, but like, I think JR has kind of earned, like earned his role and like Jeff, yeah, he defends, and Jeff Green kind of. I mean, he played he played Oladipo well when they put him on Oladipo. Um, like, I mean, he, he didn't stop him, but he 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 contested some shots and made made life a little more difficult for him. And you He's know, maybe that's starter. the difference. They had him as a game, starter out there. Yeah, I I say max like twenty minutes, and I would probably even say more like fifteen. Role player. Um, right. Yeah, I just feel like you got you got better players out there who on that on that squad. Uh, or, or at least right. you got players who have more potential, you know. Like, right. Um, right. I, I I don't understand why they don't play Jordan Clarkson at all. I mean, I know he's he's kind of struggled, but like his role is to score, and like you know, like if, right. if LeBron's not on the court, you would expect that they would play him, and they just still haven't. Um, yeah. I guess maybe the transition is just is just kind of tough for him. I would say this too. I think uh, the Cavs should probably take a play out of. Um, out of Toronto's book and like have a starting unit and like a bench unit. And that might help Jordan Clarkson because he's used to having like a system 
And, like, when you play with LeBron, you don't really have a system. And the starters are used to it, but he's not really used to it. And it kind of – I think it kind of sucks with this game a little bit. Um, but, anyway, let's uh, let's move on. We got a couple more um, topics. Uh, the Golden State Warriors came out and dominated game one against the New Orleans Pelicans and reminded everyone why they're defending champs. Um, <laughs> this – this game made me so fucking mad. I was so mad. Like, the indie game, I was upset. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, good good effort, Pacers. Like, you know, I, I wish you guys could have pulled it out. Um, like, but this game just pissed me off because everybody, like, we were all surprised that the Pelicans were able to sweep the Blazers, and we were like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they kind of match up well with them. And, like, you know, AD is going to be impossible to stop. And Miritich is going to be, like, just draining threes. And, you know, like, they got such a good defensive backcourt. No Steph Curry. None of it fucking mattered. <laughs> like, they nope. just they, – they, they were – I mean, the game was over after the second quarter. They were outscored by 20 points in the second quarter. Uh, going into halftime, it was a 21-point game. And I think I I can't remember if it was the first, second, or third quarter. I think I think he did it in two quarters. But each one more <laughs> made like two buzzer beaters that were like fucking miraculous. I think that one was at the end of halftime. Um, uh, the first one, the like full length court shot almost. Um, but it just it didn't matter, man. Like, and that's the crazy thing. Each one more played really well. He's probably he was definitely their most efficient player. He shot seven of eleven. Um, he was making like backdoor cuts and all kinds of shit. He was looked very impressive. He had fifteen points. Right. Uh, made the only three pointer he took. Um, but Drew Holiday couldn't do shit. Uh, Rondo like created he created looks for these guys and he had a he had eleven assists. Um and only right. two turnovers, which that's that's like what you expect from Ronda. But like Anthony Davis, nine of twenty is not bad. <clears throat> twenty um one points though. Like your team has to get more than that. And <clears throat> Miritich, three of nine, nine points. Didn't really do shit. I don't know why they they have him guarding uh, Kevin Durant. Um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, he's one of your three best offensive players. Why exhaust him uh, on Kevin Durant? Um, I think they should either just play, if they want to start each one more, play more on Kevin Durant and just let him get his shots. Um, or, um, you know, you can you can pull in Solomon Hill, who's a little bit bigger, or you can even pull in Darius Miller, who's who's a little bit bigger, um, to to guard Kevin Durant. Somebody who you're you're not expecting to be like your your team's offense, because um, you don't want right. to exhaust that effort. I think Jawan brought this point up last week and basically said, you know, I wouldn't have Anthony Davis guard him because I want all of his energy. Like Kevin Durant's going to get his, but maybe you can stop everybody else. Um, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he, he explained it, you know, more. But, I mean, that that was the basis of his argument. Um, and they definitely did not do that. Um, and I seriously found myself being like, after watching that game, and, it, and it's a total overreaction, um, but I still felt it. I was just like, man, they're going to win it again. 
say, why are we even fucking playing? Like, we're, they're going to fucking win it again. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, I didn't really even watch the Spurs games because they just, like, we all knew Golden State was going to win. Um, right. And so, I mean, I, I watched, I think, uh, I watched game one and a little bit of um, hit or miss on the rest of the games. Um, but I, I just, I really didn't care as probably the least important series um for me anyway um in in round one um but this one i was really excited to watch and it i mean like i said warriors just straight went out and reminded everybody like y'all don't sleep on us like y'all are already like trying trying to fucking say the rockets are the best team in the west and like all this other shit it definitely made me be like Golden State's going to win it all, and it's probably not going to be competitive. <laughs> um, so it's sad. Uh, it, made, it made me upset. It made me like I was mad. I was depressed. I was like, man, these motherfuckers, and they're about to get Steph Curry back. Um, anyway, your thoughts, Joel? Yeah, no, it was super disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I thought it, I didn't I didn't, I wasn't hundred percent sold that they'd win the game even without Steph Curry. Um right. but I was definitely not expecting an ass whooping. I thought it'd be way closer than that. Considering how well they played against Portland, I thought their confidence alone would keep them in the game longer. But yep. the no Golden State just shot that shit out of the sky. Like, nah, nah. Nah, no yep. confidence here. You don't need none of that. Um so back to the drawing board for New Orleans to see if they can figure out something else. Because at the end of the day, I think they do have some pieces that they they showed work against Portland, but this is not the same type of competition. <laughs> this is not Portland. Uh, this is not yeah. lockdown Dame Lillard. And you're good. You still have three other guys. Well, two. Uh, and if Steph comes back, then obviously three other guys. You got to worry about uh, out on those four. Yeah. I mean, and then you got the best that can shoot the shit out of the ball. So. This is a deeper team. This is a more experienced team. This is a team that can play big or small. This team went small, and they went yeah. with fucking like uh, all game, really. Iguodala. Yeah, they play Iguodala point. They're small but long and big at the same time. It's yeah. the weirdest fucking lineup. Iguodala, Thompson, Green, Durant, and fucking um, Nick Young. So they went out deadly, uh, and New Orleans just had no answer for what they were trying to do. I think what they were trying to see is if Anthony Davis can maybe possibly slow down and um, – Kevin Durant, and obviously they gambled wrong, and maybe this time they'll realize, you know what, let's just take him off there, throw Solomon Hill out there, earn your paycheck, go fucking defend the Kevin Durant, and hopefully you can at least try to slow him down um, and, and let, let Anthony Davis, you know, do his on the offensive side and um, just protect the paint, you know what I mean? Because J- Draymond Green had triple doubles, and I, I just – Yeah. Like in the I third, hate them too. Third quarter, like eight minutes left in the third <laughs> quarter, he had a triple double. <laughs> Right, so it's like frustrating. I understand. I t- I totally get it. I want to see New Orleans put up a better fight, and I think they will. Uh, they'll just and hopefully we'll, they'll pull out something, but it probably won't be until they get to New Orleans that they figure it out. Um, but yeah. hopefully, they might get a game. But looking at the way it's been going, um, it'll probably just be Golden State in five. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I like. I like I said, I don't want to overreact because it is only game one. Me neither. I hope I'm wrong. But yeah, me too. Like I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic um, because I do right. think there is a path to success for them um, as long as they don't have Steph um, or as long as Steph is not 100. percent And right, right, 
I think they'll probably rest Steph again in game two after having such a decisive game one victory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't I don't think they want to rush him back. Um, so I think it'll be a very similar situation to how Philly treated Embiid. And, you know, Philly got the, the game one win um, against the Heat. They lost game two. And then Joel Embiid was back for game three. I think that's probably what – I think they will rest Curry um, because he's obviously so important, and maybe they can get it, maybe they can get one of these games. Um, but then, if if they do get the game, then you, you got to deal with Steph Curry coming back in Game Three, and that is 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 pretty scary. Um, obviously, we all know what Steph Curry can do, um, but I still think. They have a really the Pelicans have a really good def, defensive backcourt and like nobody's gonna you know stop um, Steph Curry um, and Clay Thompson, but you know they they in theory could match up against them. And by the way, Clay Thompson just dude he went off. He had the most points on their team. He outscored Durant by one point. Um, he had 27 points. Uh, he had six boards. He had two assists. Uh, two blocks, um, uh, four of nine from three. Uh, he was just so clutch. You cannot allow Clay Thompson to be that successful. Um, he's a freak, too. Like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. You've got to shut down Clay. You've got mm-hmm. to not, well, I won't say shut down, but you got to contain Clay. you got to contain Draymond. Right. And you got to make Kevin Durant beat you. Like, that. that's your only path to success. Uh, to yep. to get to get a win in game two, in my opinion. Um, I don't disagree. And then when Steph when Steph comes back, it's not going to matter what you do. Like I mean, <laughs> in in theory, like like Rondo and Holiday could could maybe check Steph and Clay. Um, but again, like I think it too just goes back to what we were talking about earlier with LeBron and ISO ISO ball and how the Raptors better not revert to iso ball. Like, like, the Blazers did. They reverted to iso ball, and they got their asses kicked. Like, the Warriors just don't do that. So it's not like even though Rondo and Holiday are, like, solid defenders and we saw them, you know, saw them be that in, in that first series, it's a whole different animal when you got a team like Golden State that just whips the ball around. Um it, it, it makes it so much harder to defend. So, yeah, I, I think one game is about all I can give them if they win game two. Because when Steph comes back, they, they're they're not going to win another game. <laughs> this is not going to happen. <laughs> um, and it's sad. It, it, it's it's very disappointing it how sad. how much how much better um, Golden State is than everybody else in the league. Um, but we have hope. We have, we do have the Houston Rockets, and they played the Jazz yes, to uh, to kick off the first round. Um, I said, uh, I'm excuse me, the second round. I said uh, Houston um, had a really good shot at beating the Warriors, uh, and I picked them uh, to win the West, probably more than anything, just because I so don't want to fucking see uh, the Warriors. Like, I, I want them to lose, like, so bad. 
Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I know you do, but you're 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 more pragmatic in your approach. Like you're like, <laughs> I I don't want to see it, but it's probably going to happen. Um, whereas I'm like, I don't want to see right. it, damn it. Like it's not going to happen. If you will it, <laughs> it is no dream. Um, but but Houston Houston came out and played really well against Utah, a team that uh, a team that like has just been great this year. Props, Joel. Uh, and yeah. and by the way, like your your uh, your um, sleeper pick uh, made it to the second round. My sleeper pick did not, so you are the sleeper pick winner oh, of the year. Um, <laughs> it's uh, like props, dude. Um, I don't I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that had the, the Jazz uh, making the playoffs, much less making the second round. So uh, yeah. so yeah. Um, but oh, pushing it. Uh, Will it to existence, they, uh, Nick? And willed it to existence. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but they did run up. Uh, they played very well against OKC. They played team basketball. Uh, but they ran up against Houston. Um, and unfortunately for them, you know, they they didn't. They, they don't have Ricky Rubio. Um, and from what mm-hmm. I heard, he's going to be out like ten days. Like that's pretty much the yeah. series. Um, Pretty much, like, they gotta well, find a I, they gotta find a win if they're gonna stay alive. Yeah, um, and I thought it was interesting that they started Royce O'Neal. Um, yeah, they like I, him. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, and you know, I mean, he he he's a he's a he's not a bad player. I mean, he's he's earned no. his spot on that team. Um, but he was ineffective. Um, he only scored four points. Um, now he had four assists. He had four steals, um, yep. three rebounds. Three rebounds. Um, yep. But he he's he's not giving you what you need. I like I trust him. I totally trust Donovan Mitchell to run the point. I don't feel like you have to have Rubio, um, but mm-hmm. I, I I do feel like uh, I, I feel like next game I I probably just want to see Jay Crowder, um, just play him at the three. Uh, Move Ingles to the two and go run with Favors and Gobert. Um, Crowder's—he's the next best player on your team, um, and I mean you probably you just need to play him. Um, he could play the three. He played the three in Boston. Like he—he—he he, he can totally guard Trevor Ariza. Like not like you know we we and Crowder. Yeah, like he, yeah, Crowder he's can play have, even the four if you're gonna play small. No, I know, but I'm saying like. Because because you don't really have that option, like you need him to play the three because you know right, you're down right. a guard, so you slide Ingles to you the are. two and then yeah, and then play him at the are, three. Yeah. Um, but like I yeah, I think like this season he's mainly played four for both Utah and Cleveland, but he can play the three. Uh, is my point. And yeah, yeah. I, I I think I I mean they played him big minutes. They played him 33 minutes, and he was he was very effective. He was. Probably the best player um, in the game. Um, it, even it, it, uh, even even with Donovan, I mean, uh, Donovan scored the same amount of points, but he took nine more shots. He was one of seven from three. Crowder was five of seven from three. Um, Donovan was <laughs> yes. Donovan was three of six from free throw. Like you, you need to make your free throws. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm sorry. No, he. I'm sorry. He was two of two. My bad. Uh, that was Gobert, uh, which makes sense. Right, like Gobert right, right. would be two of six from free throw. Um, 
but nevertheless, like, you know, Crowder was just, just slightly more efficient. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way about this, this series that I do about the, with the Pelicans. Like, just not, not going to be a very fun series. Utah might get one. Um, yeah. I think if they do, they'll get it at home. I don't expect them to win the game two. The disparity is obvious yep. now with, like, Houston yep. and, and Utah and Golden State and New Orleans and – it, it might not work to our benefit, <laughs> like because you're seeing it. There's definitely a disparity in team in the teams, and it's just a date a, a date with destiny between Houston and Golden State in the Western Finals. Yep, absolutely. And you know what? Like, I I mean, we all figured that's what it would be, um, right? Going it into is. these playoffs, and and I'm totally fine with it. I just want to see, I just want to see a little like. A, a, competition. a little competition, right? Yeah, I get it. Like, trust me, I get and it's, it. it. And it's weird that, like, you know, we've always talked about how you know the East is not competitive. It's LeBron, like LeBron, has the easiest road to the finals. Not this year, like, no, the East. There's a chance he might not be competitive. It. There's a chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and like, I mean, Philly, Philly has looked good. They're actually down by five, oop, eight points. Uh, I told you, I think Boston could get game one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the Jazz just, they're, they're just, they, especially without Rubio, they just don't have the talent. Um, so we're going to, we're going to see, obviously we're going to see Houston and Golden State. Um, where are you on that? You think? How, how much how much of a shot do you give Houston against Golden State? Would you say it's it's close to fifty fifty, or do you lean more heavily towards Golden State, like considerably? Uh, I heavily say I, I want to say it's closer to fifty fifty. I think I think Houston has a legit chance to to push Golden State to the brink, uh, if not take them out. Well, it's just I think they match up well with them. They played them well in 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 the in the, in the season in the regular season. Um, I think they just have it's they have the right pieces to compete with them. I think at the end of the day, if, if the one thing that's going to be Houston's downfall is just they're going to be overwhelmed with the talent disparity. It's just it's just going to come down to you got Steph, you got Durant, you got um, Draymond and Clay, and if they can't figure out a way to stop at least one of those guys, they're not going to have a chance. Um, yeah. But they have shown that they can, and they have a shooter's chance. They have shooters everywhere, and they haven't even played their best basketball in this playoffs. Honestly, Houston hasn't nope. even looked great. They've just been winning, but they haven't looked great yet. And if they well, figure, they did, they, did, know, if they come, they in, did for one quarter, the third they, quarter. They, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. they scored fifty points, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> well, they haven't done it throughout they a just, game. Consistently, they have not yet shown that they can in the playoffs. You know, they haven't shown it yet. Right. But this is a scary team. If I'm Golden State, I'd definitely be weary of this team. Obviously, don't look past Utah yet. But I'm saying, Houston's coming for you, and uh, they got yeah. the guys to do it. Um, and and Bob Mute just came back, so he's healthy now. Yes, so he's out he there. Yeah, he played 21 so. minutes in that game. He did, and they play small. You know, PJ Tucker's out there playing power forward, like, looking like Barkley mm-hmm. and shit. So yep. <laughs> they're, they're out there, they're doing it. So yeah, uh, we'll see, man. I, I think obviously Golden State's the favorite. It's always going to be the favorite until they get knocked out, just like LeBron is the favorite, uh, no matter what. Um, but this, if there's a chance, 
Golden State goes down, it's going to be the Houston. And the same thing in the East with, with this year with Cleveland. I think if there's a chance LeBron's going to go out, it's going to be this year because the talent in the East is a little better, um, whether it's Philly or whether it's Toronto in, in this next coming round. Uh, we might not get what we all expect Golden State-Cleveland in the finals. Yes, yeah. And that I guess that would be prize enough for me, like if we got Philly mm-hmm. and Golden State – and get to see like how they try to stop and beat like that'd be fun. Um, I'd much rather see Philly yeah. and Houston. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think I think when Steph gets back, they're they're gonna roll. I do I do agree. I think Houston. I think it's close to fifty fifty. I would uh, obviously lean a little bit towards Golden State um, after that last game. I'm I'm totally prisoner of the moment right now. Um, and they, they did, they hit the switch, man. They turned it on. Um, and, and, and like you said, Houston's not playing their best basketball yet. Now maybe they're, maybe they're trying to lull people. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I I do think, I do think the biggest, the biggest positive for Houston is their defensive chips. Um, Ariza, Tucker, Capella, Bonamute, uh, all Mm -hmm. really like a plus defenders. Um, Ariza is a little bit older now, but he's still he, he and Tucker for that matter. But they're still pretty clutch. Uh, Capella is just he's the best rim protector in in the league, um, bar none. I mean, he he pretty much made Carl Anthony Towns useless. Um, and uh, and Pamute, he's he's got links, man. He's a guy he's a guy who you could put on Kevin Durant and just be like, we're gonna play you 30 minutes tonight, and we just all we want you to do, we don't even want you to take any shots. We just want you to guard Kevin Durant. Like, that's all we're asking right. you to do. Um, and, and you know, he he could be effective on him in theory. Um, so, yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun series to watch. Um, but speaking of watch, totally. uh, let's let's go enjoy this uh, Philly-Boston game because uh, it's, yeah. it's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, to everybody out there, thanks for joining us. Joel, thank you, yep. uh, my, my no, friends you. and compatriots. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, that 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 was a fake laugh. <laughs> fake laugh. Uh, no, it was. Uh, I uh, yeah. Even even when we're not doing Geek Vibes Live, I still I still incorporate it. Um, but yeah, yeah thank you everybody out there. My mind. <laughs> oh yeah, like well that Lebowski quotes for me. You know, I mean it always comes <laughs> down to. Um, in fact, when we were doing the show the other night, uh, Joe, um, I'm sorry, Jawan was was saying. Like, we, remember he was like, we, not we, but, like, the, the we in general. And I so badly, I didn't want to interrupt him, so I didn't. But I wanted to be like, yeah, the royal we, you know, the editorial. Because um, it's, a, it's a quote from the Big Lebowski. Um, but I, I, I didn't want to interrupt him. But he said it twice, and I, I really thought about it the second time. Um, because I was like, I really, well, I really gotta watch twice, that and I'm not going to drop the Lebowski quote. What did you say? You still haven't watched it? I've never seen all of it from like beginning to end. Oh man, it's a it's a movie. I will say this: it's my favorite movie of all time. Definitely a movie you have to watch like three times before you can appreciate it, wow. front to back, okay. three times. Um, <laughs> it just it is, man. Like it's because uh, it's 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 a movie about almost nothing. <laughs> like there, there's not a <laughs> it's 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 the moments that make the movie, not the. Um, uh, I guess maybe not. That's not even the right way to describe it. It's the it's the characters and their interactions that make it, not like the story, because um, it's, it's, it's stories. 
story is pretty pretty fucking pointless, honestly. It reminds right. me, honestly, I was thinking about it this the other day. It kind of reminds me of Beavis and Butthead Do America. Like, they... Right. Uh, have you ever seen that one? Yes, I have. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so, like, they basically, like, you know, they're, they're, I think their TV gets stolen, and they're trying to, like, they just want to watch TV, and then they end up going on this crazy, huge fucking adventure. Um Right. And then at the end of the movie, they end up, like, going home and walking down the street and finding their fucking stolen TV. And, like, they were just so excited. And so, like, that kind of the same way with the Big Lebowski. Like, it, they, the, the characters don't really evolve at all. Like, they don't really change. Right. Um, no progression. But the ride is uh, – <laughs> eh, maybe a little bit. But, like, ultimately they don't change very much. Um, gotcha. But, uh, but, yeah, highly recommend it. 10 out of 10. Everybody go watch the Big Lebowski. But first – Let's go watch some playoffs. Uh, again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll see you Thursday at 9 o'clock. Uh, we'll be back to our normal time uh, this Thursday. Or maybe we won't. I don't know. Uh, I, we, we just kind of wing it here at Geek Vibes Nation because uh, that's our thing. But, uh, but Joel, thanks again. <laughs> and peace out, no bro. Problem. Let's go watch some finals. Let's do it. Peace. Adios. <laughs>